0: Hello, my name is John Donaghy and welcome to the Bite Size Weight Loss Podcast with Human Design. My aim with this podcast is to give you simple tips, strategies and insights to help you maximize the game of weight loss without having to give up your life in the process. Today's podcast, diet versus exercise, what's better for fat loss, cardio or diet? And before I go into it, I want to thank you for listening so far. We've hit 500 downloads. I know that's It's pretty pathetic for a podcast, but I'm only starting and I really, really appreciate anyone who actually takes the time out of their day to listen. So thank you very much if you're listening right now and I hope you're getting some from the podcast. So yes, ask any fitness professional on the planet what's best for fat loss, dieting or cardio, and you will get a universal answer of dieting. And I've said it many, many times in the past. I've said to clients, look, use exercise for strength, fitness and performance and use diets for weight loss. But I've said it for one really, really important reason. Whenever someone starts an exercise program and they create a calorie deficit, to lose weight, they always eat their calories back and most of the time people will eat their calories back. And they do it for three main reasons. They subconsciously do it without knowing, uh, they have an increased drive to eat because the body suddenly you've gone from sitting down to exercising. and it's like taking the car out of the yards and suddenly driving it 100 kilometers a day and you're just using fuel so you have to replace that fuel and then thirdly most people want a reward for punishing themselves at the gym you know they'll say i just trained i deserve a treat or i deserve this or i deserve that because they exercise so The only reason I think exercise is not very good for fat loss is because people eat back the calories, but I've always said, if you were able to create a calorie deficit from exercise alone, you should be able to lose weight. But you know, in the fitness world on Instagram and social media, a lot of people say, nah no, cardio is useless for fat loss. And as usual, there's no context. So today I'm going to uh, talk about a study that compared cardio and diet and what the result was. And then I'll give you a few considerations to take away. And as usual, you should always apply everything to your own life. Okay, Just because a study said something doesn't mean you should just follow that blindly. So, you know, when, when, Like I said earlier, when fitness professionals are asked what's best, cardio or diet, they always say diet, and they always state that scientific evidence supports uh, dieting as a superior strategy than performing cardio for fat loss, and most of the time they're right because most of the published studies that have compared dieting versus cardio for fat loss have reported that dieting is actually superior for fat loss, but, and this is really cool, according to Professor Bill Campbell- Now, Bill Campbell is a professor of exercise science and the director of the Performance and Physique Enhancement Laboratory at the University of South Florida. He is very prominent on Instagram. He's a great guy. He responds to all questions. And and he said that most of the research in this area is actually flawed. He said both cardio and food restriction are really, really effective for, for creating a negative energy balance and therefore inducing fat loss. But unfortunately, there's a lot of problems that emerge from the scientific literature when when you make this comparison because the main problem that surfaces in this area is the fact that when cardio and diets are compared for their effects on decreasing body fat, the negative energy balance or the the calorie deficit induced by the diets and the exercise programs are not equated. So what that means is in many of the instances, there's a much greater calorie deficit created by the diet studies as compared to the calorie deficit created by the exercise. So it's like researchers looking at 10 studies for uh, diets that have created a 700-calorie deficit, and then they've looked at 10 studies of exercise that have only created a 300-calorie deficit. Now, this is completely unfair for the exercise condition, and this leads many studies to conclude that dieting is superior to exercise for fat loss, but then they don't address the differences in the actual calorie deficit. So if you're going to compare what's better for fat loss... Dieting or cardio, you have to make sure that the energy deficit or the calorie deficit created from dieting is the same as it is for the exercise condition. And Dr. Bill Campbell says this is research methodology 101. So you can't compare apples with oranges. You have to compare apples with apples. So this study today we're going to look at. And regardless of what this study reports, right, um, it doesn't mean that the winning strategy is the one that's going to work for you. Okay. Like I always say, use take what I say, apply it to your own life, or don't apply it, use other methods and see what works good for you. So this study wanted to compare, it was, I guess from 22 years ago, this study, but it's a really, really high quality study. And first of all, who was in the study? Well, it was overweight men. They were classified as being obese. So that's one limitation. It wasn't women, so it was only men, but still we have to take something from this. And they were randomized into two groups for 12 weeks. There was a cardio only group, And they were told they burned seven hundred calories by exercising every day, so they created a calorie deficit by exercising by burning seven hundred calories a day through exercise. They basically did it by walking or jogging on a treadmill for the amount of time it took them to burn seven hundred calories. And the average time daily time spent exercising was about sixty minutes a day at about eighty percent of their max heart rate. So not super hard, but. They had it roughly took about sixty minutes per day, and then there was a diet only group. So they were told they reduced their calorie intake by seven hundred calories a day, and the makeup of the diet was about fifty-five to sixty percent carbohydrate, so moderate to high carbohydrate, fifteen to twenty percent protein, and twenty to twenty-five percent fat. So the subjects in the diet only group did not do any exercise. So the the researchers wanted they know that their weight loss was hundred percent attributed to the calorie deficit created from uh, reducing calories. So they didn't do any exercise and the cardio only group, they reduced their calories by exercising every day. But the important thing to remember about the two groups in this study is that they both created a calorie deficit of 700 calories per day. One group did it with diet alone, and the other group did it with cardio exercise alone. So this was a good study design. It was a high level of attention to detail, and the researchers were pretty, pretty um detailed when it, uh, when comp- like compared to other studies because other studies compared the wrong deficits. they these researchers wanted to see if I create a calorie deficit of seven hundred calories with exercise and seven hundred calories with uh, eating food alone, which one would be better. So it's a good study. So what were the results? Well, at the end of the 12-week study, the authors reported that body fat was reduced significantly more in the cardio-only group as compared to the diet-only group. And further, the cardio-only group lost less muscle mass compared to the diet-only group. So in 12 weeks, the cardio-only group lost about a kilo of muscle mass but the diet-only group lost 2.2, so double the amount of muscle mass. So when you look at the composition of overall weight loss, the diet-only group lost 30% from muscle mass and less from body fat, and the cardio-only group lost just 15% from muscle mass stores and more from body fat, so, and that's even without weight training. So this is why I say when you weigh yourself, you're not just weighing uh, fat, you're weighing muscle, bone, hair, fluid, nails, skin, teeth, there's a lot of things in your body that you weigh, but... The important thing to remember here is the exercise group actually lost less muscle and more body fat. And another cool feature of this study was the assessment of something called your resting metabolic rate. You might have heard it like basic metabolic rate. So this is basically the amount of calories that you burn if you were just lying around or at rest. And it's roughly, you know, your resting energy expenditure probably accounts for about 60 to 75% of the total calories you burn every day. You know, so, but during the weight loss intervention the cardio-only group was able to maintain their resting energy expenditure expenditure much better than the diet-only group. So the the people who, in the diet-only group, uh, reduced their resting energy expenditure by about 200 calories a day. But the cardio group only dropped about 126 calories a day. And now, this isn't surprising because muscle mass retention... um, is actually the best predictor of resting metabolic rate. And that's why we say with weight loss, we don't want to lose too much muscle, uh, not just uh, uh, obviously for health reasons, but also because we don't want to reduce our metabolic resting metabolic rate too much because then it becomes harder and harder to lose more weight if you want to lose more weight. So um, this outcome also makes it more likely that they won't gain additional body fat in the weeks following their weight loss phase. So this is really cool. So when you compare cardio, uh and uh diet the cardio group was actually better for weight loss they lost slightly more weight they lost similar weight about seven kilos each but there was slightly more weight loss in the cardio group but they lost less muscle mass and they lost more body fat percentage when they got down to the details of the actual weight loss so i mean i think that's i mean this is why you really have to choose your own route to weight loss i mean here's a great experiment you could do. Let's say you're somebody who loves to go out and drink and you love your treats. You could weigh yourself every day for two weeks. Just go about your normal life, uh, track your calories, so whatever amount of alcohol you're having, pizza, whatever it is you're having, and if your weight stays the same over two weeks, you could then add in 500 to 700 calories of exercise per day and you will probably lose weight while actually enjoying your life. But here's some considerations to take, right? First of all, do you even like cardio exercise? Because a lot of people don't like cardio. Their idea of walking on the treadmill for an hour a day or doing an hour of uh, cardio to burn 500 to 700 calories per day is hell. So some people wouldn't even do it. So what would you prefer? Would you prefer a greater calorie deficit in the form of cardio or a decrease in food intake? And for most most people, it takes physically less effort during the day to decrease your food intake. Now, I know it's hard because people find it hard to reduce their calories by food, but uh, physically it would take much less effort. So I would prefer to create the energy deficit from reducing my food intake because I can manage that better than trying to get the motivation of actually doing 500 to 700 calories of exercise per day. And then you have to think about, well, is all this cardio going to impact my weight training? Because ultimately, we don't want to give up weight training. Your training should incorporate cardio and weight training. And then, like Professor Bill Campbell says, energy balance is the most important variable for fat loss. And it's important to recognize that cardio is just another tool in the toolbox and it should be used in consideration of your available time, uh, your preferences and the volume and intensity of your current exercise program. So, you know, Again, coming back to Dr. Bill Campbell, he said the foundational mode of exercise for most people, is, especially those who want to lose fat and tone up or get an athletic look looking physique or feel better in their clothes, is weight training. And, you know, this doesn't really change whether you're trying to lose fat or build muscle or you're just in a maintenance phase. He said, when you're pursuing fat loss, the primary strategy should be a calorie deficit in conjunction with resistance training and a high protein intake. And I've said this many times in this podcast. So he said that the role of cardio in a fat loss phase is to supplement a reduced calorie diet. And he said this is a very powerful and proven method to maximize fat loss. Now, again, this comes back to your preference. If you hate weight training and you just want to do cardio and diet, you will lose weight, but you might lose a bit more muscle mass. Okay, so... Even though this study reported that cardio was superior to diet for body composition, you just need to be careful that you don't become a typical internet person and become an absolutist, okay, an evangelist. Yes, cardio is probably better than dieting for short-term fat loss when the calorie deficits are equated. But most people aren't going to spend an hour a day on a treadmill for 12 weeks to lose body fat. They just won't do it. They're probably more likely to reduce their calories by eating less food. So... You know, they would probably adhere to a diet a bit better than they would by doing, like, doing so much cardio every day. So uh, uh, probably a diet reduction or a calorie r- reduction via diet is probably the best approach for most people. But all in all, look, a combination of diet and cardio is a really, really good approach to maximise fat loss. But I think if you're starting off, I'd probably start with um, a bit of reduction in calories in your food uh, for a couple of weeks and then adding some additional cardio. So there you go. That was a really interesting study. It showed that cardio was superior to diet only for fat loss. But at the end of the day... It's really up to you, the preference you prefer. Would you rather go and do 700 calories of exercise a day or 500 calories, whatever you need? Or would you rather reduce your food intake by a couple hundred calories a day? That's your choice. Email me, I'd love to know what your preference would be. Uh, you can email john at humandesign.com.au and if you have any questions about this podcast, if it doesn't make sense, please reach out through one of the social media channels and I'll, I answer every email and every comment and I'd love to know, if this helped in your own weight loss journey or it makes you think about, okay, well, I now you get to choose the approach that works best for me. All right, thanks for listening. Have a great day. I'll be back soon with more podcasts. Thank you.